forget I have to look that definition up. All right, we're live. We're back. Lucas has sound now. We. We got sound. This is beautiful. Right. Yes. This is a microlated episode 200, part number two. So there is 200 times two. That's 400. <laughs> yeah, so if you missed our last podcast in 200... <laughs> Yeah, they, don't don't watch it again because it was real short. Yeah, nobody will watch this because nobody has the link now. All the link is wrong. What Lucas could do is he could grab that link of YouTube and post it on social media, and then I could share, and I could share it too. No, I could do that. Am I going to? Definitely, definitely not. Pictures of my butt. So thank you so much. This video of the the audio, blah blah blah, is brought to you by the sponsors. They make this happen. We've upgraded some stuff. I shoot this just now. I do this again. This feels a little bit scripted now. Oh no, what do you got? Ooh. Got this shipped in from the US. This it's the new weather device for the studio. It's the cloud lifter. If there's any clouds in the studio, we lift them off. It has four plugins, four microphones. It's gonna give us a little bit more gain. Because obviously the roadcaster needs a lot of gain. No, this microphone needs a lot of gain. I will do an official unboxing video, but I want to show you the sponsors. They make this happen that we can upgrade, that we can keep evolving, that we can build, and that we can employ Lucas here, our producer. He's he's big bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my cheeseburger at the end of every episode. <laughs> yeah, double cheese, right? Double cheeseburger? Double cheese, extra pickle. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. I know we're splurging on the extra pickle, but yeah. I'm worth it. The thick cut only. This episode is brought to you by One Time Brew. One Time Brew is open for you online right now. Yes, we are in Ontario. There's a lot of stuff going on in, in Ontario, but One Time Brew purchase online. We got, we got, there's limited mm. amounts left on the chocolate hacks. It's still here. We got a couple cans left, not much. And we got the Hartbergen, Hawaiian Clouds. Actually, very nice. It's, you know, this is how it is with one-time brew. You try it once and you're like, hmm. But that's why they sell four packs. Because I had, like, I out of all the ones I tried so far, two times I had to have another can before I could appreciate it. <clears throat> Because, you know, you get to know the flavors are new. They do out-of-the-box kind of stuff. Like Liss, Melon, Sour, 6%, Alice for Lasers. Shout-out to the Blue Nose Wanderer. He had it driving his skidoo today on Instagram with an American U.S. helmet. Doesn't get better than this. One-time brew, Alice for Lasers, Melon, Sour, 6%. Order now. Help and support them in this time the tap room it has been closed but you can support them by ordering online right now and they're giving back to the community through something like this a sponsorship and we are here to have a good time together the beers on the table the guests drink it lucas does drink it sometimes he's it looks he's it looks been, interesting yeah you you can we can you can try it it's all there we can do it also, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Raphael's Tailing, your tailor for high-end tailoring and his retail store. Appointments needed for fittings right now. He is open. And again, now, of course, he is because it's tomorrow is January the 6th. I have a funny story about Raph. Oh, yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Or for now. Yeah. You Well, sure. I use Raph. I use Raph to get things fixed and fitted. Mm -hmm. uh, he's great. He Love is. him. Yeah. Um. And then uh, for a while, I thought it was really funny anytime anybody said anything that rhymed with 
um, spaghetti, I'd say mom's spaghetti. And so he had texted me, mm. uh, your pants are ready. And I responded, mom's spaghetti. But he didn't get the reference, so he typed back really enthusiastically, dad's meatballs. <laughs> you know? And uh, I thought it was so funny, so I had to send it to his daughters, and then they reposted it on their social media. <laughs> Screenshot of that conversation, yeah. Yeah. I Raph's have, great. This, that's, that, that's a comeback, though. <laughs> like, that's a comeback. Raphael is a, he's a great guy. Quick. He's one of a kind. He's, he is, like, always sharply dressed yeah, always say, yeah. always different yeah and there's a lot of things going on and he pulls it off all together talk about customer service too oh yeah yeah i love that place mm -hmm. very very special right now it's four seven six zero six six nine you can call and he is also on social media facebook and instagram give him a follow 905 tungsten street that's right across the most famous persian man and they are back january the 7th appointments are required and all fittings and trials please call 4760669 and that's it also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Altres, Mexican cuisine and handcrafted cocktails inspired by flavors of Mexico in Thunder Bay, Ontario. And also, they have the satellite location, Poco Mas. Yes, that's another Elon Musk reference with like SpaceX. No, it's a satellite location right in Pocomas, which is at the Goods and Co. market. And Pocomas in Spanish means... A little more. Exactly. Yes, as somebody is. ¿Qué tal? ¿Qué tal? Muy, muy, muy... Ah, shit. What? Muy bueno. <laughs> I had Spanish. My teacher, I have a really good story on that. I think I told it once. I tell you after. Also, this episode of the podcast, before we go into further, though, I want to let you know, Altres, Pocomas, they're working really hard. They're doing something behind the scenes right now. This week is very special for them, but they are reinventing themselves. Be excited. Something big is happening, and it's happening next week. You're going to be blown away. Altres and Pocomas, they're coming back. And how are they going to come back? You're going to be impressed. Oh. Stay tuned. Follow them on social media right now. Go to El Tres. Lucas, plug that in, please. And then also find Poco Mas. There's a separate account on Instagram. You give that a follow. You show the love and the support. It's right there. And I definitely should like silence my phone because Lucas keeps texting me. I didn't text you. You did. I mean, you did. Oh, I did. I'm, I might, might have. Yeah. I, may, I may have lied. You mentioned me in the story. Yes. Yeah. Because there's a link change. Woo! Pokemas Burrito Bar by El Tres Pokemas. Also, this episode of the podcast brought to you by Afloat. And I feel really good because Afloat is open right now. They are open for you. All the float tanks, three float tank center right now, open seven days a week. You can book your float right on now online at float.floathelm.com. I presume Lucas just keeps scrolling. He doesn't care what I say. There we go. And there you click on it, and then you can book your float. There's a lot of times that you can pick because it's flexible, made for you. You can start floating at 9, or you can start floating at 7.30 p.m. Lucas, how is floating at night? Uh, I really
enjoyed it. Because you, um, you flew it late, eh? I yeah, I took one of the uh, the seven thirty float. Yeah, and it was fantastic. Was good. Yeah, interesting. Great, great way to end the day. I float usually around noon. I'm a noon floater. Nice. Are you? I usually float around one or two, so the night was a little yeah, was a little new. I would I would try it because then then I can pull an all nighter, right? You do yeah. you, you just like you meditate. And How do you, you feel after you float? Oh, fantastic! Like I just went to space. It's like spa day, <laughs> spa day. Like not for the body, but it's also the atmosphere. Like the floor is heated. Right, it's a different atmosphere in it. It's like double doors. You go into something else, and then. You shower first. Everything is supplied. You don't have to bring anything than yourself. You disconnect, and then you just go into that tank and you just float. Quick great. tip for any new floaters: um, don't get the water in your eyes because it will burn. It's very salty. Very salty. Yeah, a thousand pounds, over a thousand pounds of salt is in there. That's why you float mm -hmm. on it. Yeah, it's like yeah. the Death Sea. You've been there, right? I have not. What? But there's there's an experience that I really enjoy when I'm uh, taking a sauna, and it's it's only on certain nights where it's fully overcast and it's like perfectly dark and the lake is perfectly calm. Mm -hmm. And you walk out a long ways until the water gets up around your eyeballs, mm -hmm. and uh, you just lose sight of everything, oh. and you can't tell the difference between the surface of the water and the air mm -hmm. anymore. And you get this like really wild sensation of, of like, you know, being an embryo or floating in space or like, you know, yeah. so I feel like it might be, I haven't floated yet, but mm -hmm. I feel like maybe it's a similar idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely deep meditation. Very relaxing too. You can let go and then, you know, it's just like, there's no gravity. So every hour, the pressure, no matter what it is, it's gone. Right. Right. That's why swimming is such a good exercise. Right. Because it's low impact, ultimately, ultimately, ultimately. Yes. A float wellness book. Now they are open. And I'm very happy about this. You can call Tracy right now at 767-3529. That's 179 Algoma Street. Book online. It's so easy. They also have the seven type magnesium always available for you. All right. Wow. That was the longest. It's 920. We got... Very special episode 200. Clay is in the house with us tonight. Please let me introduce him properly because this is a very special two-part 200 episode. <laughs> we got episode 200. The Michael it is back. It's Wednesday night. We don't stop. We produce. We get the brightest and the most beautiful beings on the show every week, three times a week. And we highlight our community. No matter who you are, you're going to be on the show. That's what we do this diversity and tonight we are honored to have Clay Brilliant in the house. That was a great introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. This I'm sorry it took so long and I fucked it all up. We okay. didn't do a mic check with Lucas. We should have. Yeah. We did. We did. Lessons learned. Because Lucas always waits till the last minute. He doesn't wear his headphones nor his mic till he because he's so busy, right? He's so, he's so good. It's because it's usually always set up. He's so good. He's so good. And then I got to share the story now. So Lucas has came in here tonight. And the first thing he said, I have a question for Clay. Okay. Oh, so I'm supposed to say it? You're not going to? You, you do. Because you had a, this whole like bit you were going to do. I know. What did right, I, any, 
Yeah. Anyways, so for very first question, right. uh, I'm sure our listeners uh, would really like to know. Um, <laughs> That's awkward. How are you good at literally everything you do? Except being on time. <laughs> now that's actually true i'm not great at being on time i inherited that but that's actually a really good dad. topic too time um that's a that's a very loaded question i don't think i'm great at everything that i do um um i do think that you know like the more you try to master different skills the more you find transferable skills i think that's true so like I when true. when I cook, I view cooking a lot like playing music. Mm -hmm. You know, those things to me are very similar. It's live, yeah, yeah, and uh, improvisational, and so yeah. I think if you have the right approach, then you know you can be more than a jack of all trades. You can kind of be like, you know, good at a whole bunch of stuff you want to be good at. Do you, you enjoy cooking more than eating? Um, I mean. Ooh. I do love the process of cooking, mm. but at the end of it, the best part is definitely tasting what you made. Yeah. What about the killing? Like the chicken? <laughs> <laughs> I have not killed a lot of animals. A few. Yeah. A few. Okay. You hunt then? Uh, You're I a fisherman. Yeah. I do like to fish. I do like to fish. Mm. Um, specifically musky. That's. Yeah. Look that up, Lucas. That's what I'm after. <clears throat> I was not, I was never a very avid fisherman. Mm. Um, but a very good friend of mine brought me out musky fishing. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe like six, seven years ago, something like that. Mm -hmm. It's actually on his Instagram too. Oh, I know. Right. Yeah. And, uh, I was, Where uh, you catch hooked, those? pun intended. Yeah. And Lake Superior? Um, where are those? Lake of the Woods. Oh. There's, there's other lakes you can find them in for sure. There's lots of places. Um, yeah, you had that in the stories, didn't you? Uh, there have been a lot of recent fishing pictures in my stories because there you go. There's one. Um, Look at that. Yeah, the oh. friend I'm talking about unfortunately passed away uh, this Christmas. So I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been posting a lot, just sort of in okay. memoriam. That makes sense. Then. Yeah, yeah. I apologize. But uh, yeah, they're beautiful fish. Wow, they're very exciting. It feels more like you're hunting than you are fishing. How do you reel that in? Uh, you keep tension on the line. That's the main thing. Mm, you have to like, because the lines all have names, right? But for, not like grains, like arrows, but they have Oh like, yeah, the different tests. Uh -huh. yeah. yeah, you're using very heavy line. Yeah, and, and how long is your rod? Uh, they're shorter rods and very heavy. Very, mm. very heavy short rods. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's I a pike. Yeah. Yeah, Lucas knows his fish. I do not know my fish like <laughs> at all. <laughs> wow. You are you are you <clears throat> moved right now that the gyms are closed? Because obviously beside of being late sometimes you do like to work out. And yeah. you specifically like to work out with Andy Noga. Yeah. And Andy. you like kettlebells. Andy has been very instrumental in uh I've, I've had a big transformation over the last year. And so Andy's been a huge part of that. And, uh, yeah, I, I always, uh, give him props, mm. uh, and recommend him to people cause he's, yeah, he's a bomb. He's unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Does um, he do everything for you? Meal plan too? No, I don't have a meal plan. Okay. I, um, I feel like it would be overbearing to, to count calories and weigh food. That's not, mm. not for me. I think I just follow, 
sort of basic instincts about, and I think my eating has always been good. I have other habits that have in the past been very bad, mm-hmm. but my eating habits, I think in general have. You don't eat chips in? Not very often, no. Mm, what's your favorite chips though then? If you ever ever do like a little bit though. Uh, I like those hard bite ones. They're like. Uh, Kettle cooked ones? Yeah. Super hard? Yeah. yeah. Hard bites a brand. They have like really good flavors. Like the carrot chips and they do beets too, I think. Oh, I go for potato. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get very adventurous with the vegetables. There's no potato chips <laughs> that are vegetables, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, look, it's my other Instagram. Yeah, he did. He did. He's, he's good. Yeah, I forgot, actually, that I had, uh, I have three Instagram accounts, but I only really use one of them. Mm, how do you, How's that possible? There's lots of posts here. I had put these up. This was just a place to, I actually made it as a uh, portfolio. I didn't realize that they are all automatically public. Oh. Or you want Lucas to pull this off? No, no, it's fine. Okay, right. I, I had made it as a portfolio originally mm. uh, to send to somebody, and then uh, it stayed there. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Andrew says, I agree with Lucas, amazing musician. Oh, excellent. Thank yeah. you. You know Andrew Stone, right? Um, I I'm so bad with, like, names andrew stone if i had a picture of andrew i'd know which andrew it was pull it up the uh pull it up pull it pull up the picture it oh, could be I one will. of one of 10 andrews until i see them yeah there's yeah. two ever kevin anderson's there's two kevin anderson's too oh yeah yes mm-hmm. there we go <laughs> there he is that stud yeah, yeah. he's he's playing for also, Ted tottenham right is that tottenham yeah. Yeah, he's playing for Tottenham. He's got signed. He's so, flying over to UK shortly. No, he's on loan to Daytona's for 5.6 mil. Ah, uh, yeah, they signed him out. Yeah. By the way, like pretty much favorite restaurant in town, Daytona's. Mm-hmm. I think I had no idea for a long time how good the food there was. Mm-hmm. I had I just always assumed it was a sports bar for forever. Yeah. And then I was at a party that was being catered by Daytona's uh-huh. and the food was unreal and I was like oh how did I overlook this place yeah so f- for the last several years it's like kind of my go-to it's beautiful yeah yeah what do you order for breakfast there um if you do breakfast I don't go there very often for breakfast but maybe I should mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah okay I yeah. get it I think I've eaten every single one of the chicken sandwiches every one of the burgers mm. yeah I think I've eaten most of the menu, actually. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you're wondering what that smell is, that's the smell of Daytona's because I just came from there. <laughs> yeah, why, they, why is Daytona's not a sponsor of this podcast? Uh, like, what the, what conflict the fuck? of interest? I don't know. <laughs> what? Conflict of interest since I'm... Oh, oh because you? Okay, I'm going <clears> to <throat> fire you. I guess so. Shit. Okay, see to... you later. <laughs> Click the smell button on your screens. Yeah, and... it's good though that Lucas is here tonight because otherwise the basement would be all sweaty. Nobody knows, <laughs> right? Because now it's like it's it's fine. Nobody knows. Daytona's was the sponsor of the podcast, so thank you, Daytona's. In the very early days, because Andrew is a big fan, even though I don't like Tottenham. <gasps> oh, <laughs> just kidding. Neither do I. But <laughs> if he's still watching, maybe. I'll... Or if he is watching, maybe I don't have a job tomorrow. <laughs> I'm a Chelsea supporter. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm done with soccer. I can I can't do it anymore. What Juventus letting you down? No, with sports in general. I I feel like 
and I, all due respect to people who love sport, okay? I'm not here not to judge you, but I have no time for sport right now. You have time for sport instead of like what do you, do you watch or listen to music when you work out? Um, I do now. When I first started, I didn't listen to music, and then uh, and then I started listening to music, and I realized what had I been doing this whole time. It's so much easier mm -hmm. with music on. Although people assume often that I'm like always listening to music because I'm a musician, but uh, actually I like silence quite a bit. I got that question recently about cooking. You know, like what do you listen to when you cook? And I said I don't really put anything on to cook. I just cook. Yeah, you want to hear that chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah, I'm very much in love with food. All of the the whole sensory experience the whole time. You I know, agree. I'm it's right magic. It's magic. Yeah. It's just like you said. It's music. Yeah. It's just, it's laugh. Like cooking is very. I made an onion soup the other day. I bought this huge bag of like onions. It was on sale, and then I used like two thirds of it and make made that old recipe my mom used to do onion soup with. Oh, nice! And that's like it gets. You don't eat it the first day. You just right. you just put it away. Right? right. Only the ones that don't know eat it on the first day, and you're just like, mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. My dad will make moya kind of leave it on the stove all week. Oh. You know, that's mm. just like gets better and better each day. What is that? Look that up. Moyaka? Mm -hmm. It's just a so Finnish word for stew. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. All week. Yeah, he does the same thing with pasta sauces too. He'll leave it on the stove and keep re-cooking it. Oh, with red wine too? I don't think he uses red. My dad's very creative when he cooks. He mm. puts all sorts of stuff in there that you would never expect to end up in it. So you yeah. got it from him. It's almost like a ribolita. It's like an Italian soup that you just keep cooking and cooking and cooking, and then it eventually turns into a paste. What does it mm. mean though? Like the Finnish word? Is it Finnish? Yeah, it is. Right, Moyaka? Does it? Does it have a meaning? I think it literally just means stew. Oh. And typically people do either like a beef or a fish version. Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the traditional animals over there for harvesting are those types, I guess. I'm only quarter Finn, so I don't want to, you know, like misspeak on Finnish culture. But uh, they have moose too, don't they? Because it's very similar to Canada. I assume they have moose, yeah. Mm -hmm. Caribou. Elk, I don't know. It's Mojaka is a fish soup originated in the region of Kalajoki, Finland. Yeah, that sounds, uh, I think you murdered all of the Finnish words, but besides that, it sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is just like your last name. When I said your first time, your last name, I said <coughs> Breiland. Because in German, Lucas, look up Brei. B-R-E-I, if you don't know. No, that's Brie. Yeah. In German. What is Brian in no no just ah, give me that keyboard. <laughs> I fucked up. Yeah, this this is this is this is how it wireless works magic here. But you speak German, you should, you probably know already. Yeah, Brian. Click on that. So braai is um, um, a meal, actually. You can you want the keyboard, keyboard back? There you go. Braai is, um, which means like you 
you use it to you let it soak in water like an oat yeah but it's also more grains um, okay lucas yeah buckwheat goats there you go Ah, he tr he just translated everything. So my name means overnight oats. Your name leads porridge land. Porridge land. Yeah. So maybe it does mean farmland in a weird way. In a way, yeah. 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 I thought about that today, and I mean that with all respect. As I think it's fascinating, you know, it's a good, it's a good, it that's a good land to be in. <laughs> <laughs> the land of carbs. Carbs? Do you eat carbs a lot? You, no, you don't do a meal plan. You said that you're good, no yeah. matter what. I think instinctively I eat a lot of protein. I like protein. I like fat. Yeah, you you know you listen to your body. You know yeah. if you want anything else, help yourself. I don't know what if you want something else. I wouldn't mind trying one of these beers. I think it's just a little bit warm. I hope you don't mind. Sure. If you don't, otherwise I go upstairs and get you a cold one. I um. I have only tried their beers, I guess, at uh, the Bruja, our band played at Bruja. Mm. And I got to try a couple then. But they make, they like make a beer and then discontinue it. Is that the? Yeah. Yeah. It's a one time. Right. I think it's very limited. And then this one tastes better when it's cold, obviously. I'm sorry. But it's, it's good still. I'll drink it. It tastes like melon. Yeah. It's a melon sour. It's good. Yeah. L's for lasers. Not for the sharks. I like the name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really like their can art. Yeah, I wonder who does it. It's I think it's from yeah. Japan. It's this guy in Japan who does that. I think oh. Kevin told me about it. There's oh, wow. so much local talent they could be using. True. Not to throw shade, but <laughs> yeah, no, he's he's, he's he's connected to Thunder Bay somehow. But it isn't like everybody's using somebody right from somewhere else. Like even Thunder Bay does only exist because we pull our resources from somewhere else. Sure. Right. I understand that like we are a tight knot community, but in the end, we only exist because our food comes from Winnipeg. Right. There's Mostly. Tr there's trucks that run overnight eight hours. A bunch of my food comes from here. Yeah. But if if like the big stores, if they don't right. pull that food every night, right, we would have no food. Right. Not the most food. Maybe not enough food to feed everybody. But there's people in the community who think about those kind of things, actually. Recently, I talked to somebody about that, where, you know, you want to be, especially in the pandemic, you want to be, in a way, self-efficient. And Thunder Bay, it's possible to do that, you know? Right. There's yeah. a lot of new things happening. Well, we have a long, hard winter, and we're not really in the uh, farm belt. So the mm. challenges here would be a lot different you know yeah you gotta learn how to pickle and preserve if you want to be self-sufficient pickled eggs wise oh yeah you like pickled eggs yeah i like pickled eggs yeah i yeah. me too lucas likes eggs jokes i love pickled eggs <laughs> uh fun fact when i do stand up actually i've only done this once is uh i went behind the bar before i went on and got a pickled egg and wrapped it in a paper towel and stuffed it in my pocket. So once I got to my egg bit, <laughs> I, I started off with like, who likes fucking eggs? And Were you at the cheered. Royalton? No, okay. this was at uh, the fast lane and I pulled the egg out of my pocket and started eating it. What I didn't realize though, was um, the yolk was super chalky. So I, after that first bite, it's like, well, this is going to be a while. You're going to be sitting tight for the next like, minute while I choke oh, this shit. down. <laughs> You lost your voice. Nah, I didn't lose my voice. I was just full of eggs. 
Uh, Harrison Sean wants to know who's your favorite philosopher and why. Oh, wow. That is a tricky question. That's a very tricky question. Um, I definitely lean towards the uh, the sort of like postmodernist deconstructionist stuff, which mm. is I need you mic a little bit closer, Clay. Which is um, yeah, uh, you know, just about like uh, sort of tearing down the the uh, the cathedral of of Western thought in a way. Mm. Who's so, this? Say it again. Well, I was just naming sort of schools of philosophers. I guess like, you know, the the guy that that's that sort of like started that, although it's it's pre that era would be Nietzsche. Ah, yeah. Um I read about him today. Yeah, Nietzsche had really interesting things to say about language. And time. Yeah. You know? Didn't There's, he have that he said that with one hand we look at this thing and then the other hand we do that thing. Do you remember that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I read about it today. Okay, dig dig this for a second. So we'll talk about language, and uh, and we'll use a metaphor. So imagine language as a field. Okay, and somewhere in that field, there's going to be a center, um, and that center point will be where. You know, language is organized in such a way that um, it speaks truth about reality. So uh, in the center is where language is highly organized and very efficient and very valid and accurate. And then as you move away from that center point, uh, language gets the, the relationships get looser and more playful and eventually incoherent and then eventually into madness. Right. So this is a model that, you know. It's a field that looks kind of like a sphere. It's based on the assumption that if you get your language right, it can accurately describe reality. But what seems to be more likely the case is that language has limits and it can never fully describe reality. So now we have to change the shape that we're metaphorically using and there's a space right in the middle um, that can't be reached, right? So now instead of having this big orb, we have a donut or a toroid. Mm. So we have this big donut shape. The black, sh the black hole. Yeah, and exactly. So that's another way of looking at it. It's like if you thought of uh, like classic Western philosophy as the sun or a star with its brightest point at the center now there's a an event horizon mm -hmm. you know and it's like a black hole instead. it is the first picture we ever took of a black hole was a donut just look right. that up lucas because we are so advanced now lucas knows about this obviously yes so the really interesting part about this idea is that at first we said at the limits is is madness and incoherence on the outside and in the center is truth But when we have this toroid shape, the space in the center that we're reaching for is the same space that is all the way around the donut. So the truth at the center is the same as the madness on the limits. Doesn't time like get um, distorted though, like in the middle? 
Well, yeah, if you're talking about time and black holes, but in right. this case, I'm talking more about just like a metaphor for how language informs our understanding of reality. Uh, so you think that lam language is limited? Yeah, for sure it is. Music yeah. not though. Um, I, music is a language. Music has its limits also, but music allows you to do things that, uh, you know, like a grammatical language doesn't let you do. Uh, Semantic language, you know? Yeah. Um, and it takes in seriously into account gesture. So like when we're talking right now, the tone of our voices is a gesture, right? Right. We looked this up the other day. I think it's like 70% is like body language. And then it's like the, and there's only like 5% is words or something. It's, right. It's like very, very little. Well, even your intonation of your voice is mm. body language, right? Yeah, it's talk, a gesture. It's like waving your hand or... And talk about emails, too. Like, <laughs> fuck emails, right? <laughs> fuck emails. Well, how many times have you had a text conversation where you've said something that came across wrong? I know. All capital? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's some people who do that. Shit. There was another question in the, in the live chat. Andrew says, Michael, we will be sponsored. Thank you, Andrew. I I'm waiting. Blue Nose Wanderer is in the house. He says, I will drink it. I know you would. I love you your already. Habit. You should look that up. The, the real, look, play that real. I want to, the Blue Nose Wanderer. He's on Facebook now too. I love him. He's, he's been on, he's, he's, uh, he does beer reviews. Right. And he has this, he's just a character. He's, he's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look at it. I wish we could play the sound because he comes in hot. What a single ski too. Ski doo. Look at that helmet. It's helm that helmet's good. He's, he must have been a stuntman in his past life. Maybe, but I'm so glad we have uh, captions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He does that now. He's a his smart man. Is definitely cold. <laughs> Where did the guffs go? Oh, he just dropped them. Alice for lasers. Keep wandering, my friends. Woo! He's good. Back again. Yeah, we had this. I told him before that we went live. I told him, when I say tonight, you say back again. And we milked it. <laughs> for a good, like, <laughs> 10 minutes. Total. Uh, Harrison, another question tonight. All right. What album would you choose if you had to pick one that has influenced your work the most? Mm. You know Harrison? I do know Harrison. Okay. Yeah, Harrison right. is a friend of mine. Very nice. Um, a single album. A single album. That's another very difficult question. Michael Jackson? Uh, I did. I loved Michael Jackson as a child. Thriller? Um, that influenced my, like my songwriting the most. I would, I would lean towards Van Morrison or Bob Dylan. Um, uh -huh just because the bulk of the stuff I have written is kind of like in that idiom. Mm -hmm. The other way I might go would be like, uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix, uh, which, which is the album with, uh, the watch castles made of sand and, uh, yeah, Lucas, what is it? A castle made of sand. Castles made of sand. It's I a think castle six was made nine of sand. is on there. Axis bold as love. Look oh, that's that up. The I want to see the album. cover. Please. There we go. Yeah. 
That's the name of the album. Which is what is this? Old is love, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Access bold is love. Oh, that's deep. Right. It's a great album. Yeah, he explains what that means in an interview. You did. Access bold is love. Yeah, he talks about how, um, you know, every however many millions of years i don't know the time frame mm. the poles of the earth switch yeah i heard about that too yeah and that this is like the most fundamental sort of like change that the earth undergoes it's like deeply fundamental thing it's doing yes and uh yeah and he said that l- love is like that love is this like very bold fundamental change hence the name axis bold as love uh, yeah the lyrics you know and the chorus are i'm bold as love just ask the axis he knows everything uh, yeah because all the information is magnetic too yeah i think it's like uh well people always think of Jimi hendrix as a guitar player but mm. i really appreciate him as a songwriter like uh, he's an unbelievable songwriter did he write books too like pieces not as far as i know okay. bob dylan wrote a book called tarantula it's the most unreadable thing mm. i've ever tried to read oh you did yeah i have it it's it's difficult i don't even think i finished it mm. it's like a oh there's bob dylan yeah you drew him <laughs> yeah it's a just like a wild poetic tirade that it's very difficult to piece together mm. it's like raw his mind yeah maybe you're not supposed to actually maybe it's not supposed to be coherent. Like maybe you're Mm. just supposed to have an experience reading it rather than it mean something. But I found it very frustrating. Or you read through it and then like something happens like, Oh, I remember this from this chapter. Maybe I should reread it and gain some more perspective. It could be like that. I don't even remember if there's chapters, to be honest. It's a very, (laughs) it's a very bizarre book. Is it pages though? Is it what? Pages? Pages I in the book. Yeah. 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 That's good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I yeah. bought this book once. It was on sale, like a dollar. And I was like, that's a good deal. I got to buy the book. And it was just pictures. Mm. There was pages, too. Favorite kind of book. Yeah. It's nice. Huh. Wow. Why the shift? Why, why did you decide about a year ago, now I'm doing this with Andy? Oh, yeah. That's a big, that's a big story. Um, I think... When I was younger, I had a a good relationship with my body, you know, um, I was fairly athletic and healthy and, um, football. Yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't the star athlete at my school or anything like that. I made the teams that I tried out for, but Mm -hmm. just in general, you know, I was like, um, you know, a healthy guy Yeah, and I trusted my body to do things. So like. Um, you know, you want to climb a tree, you can climb a tree or do, you know, like you ask your body to do something, it does it for you. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, uh, in my mid twenties, I started to lose that and, uh, you know, like unhealthy patterns of behavior and habits started. And by the time I was 30, I felt like it had kind of almost completely gone out the window, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I tried several times to like get that back, get back on track in various ways. And then 
I realized that, uh, you know, I'm a concrete finisher. So I know if you wanted a concrete floor, I would recommend that you call me because mm-hmm. that's what I do. Yeah. What's your number? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I know. I know how to do it. And, uh, uh, that's the thing that I'm an expert in. It's so beautiful. I realized I, I, that's very specific too. Like I, I cannot, this is like drywall mudding, just yeah. more complicated. Is it? It's, uh, it's definitely, it takes time to learn. There's no user manual. It's going to get you through it. Yeah, but you, that's how I thought, that's what I thought of it. I was like, you know, I, here's Andy, this guy I've known my whole life who, this is what he does. So, you know, why wouldn't I turn to him and ask for his, for yeah, his help? You know, right. he's a professional. Mm, are you flexible too? I'm pretty flexible. Yeah. Mm, are yeah. you flexible as Gavin? Um, that's, I have not seen how flexible Gavin is. Okay. Although we have hung out in Gavin's gym before. It's pretty fun. Mm, yeah. You been in the ice barrel yet? I haven't been in his ice barrel, no. Okay. Is that, is that on the it's on the list? It's yeah, on the list. It's okay. on the list, yeah. That's you right there, right? Yeah. Obviously. I can tell by the beard. Yeah. And look at that form. Look at that. Wow. Yeah. How do you not sink in with the other hand? Well, it's quite hard at this point. It's form. already? Oh, okay. Yeah. I see. I know nothing. Um, My employee took that. That's video because he thought it was cool that I was in full plank. Yeah. Why do you have a shirt on? You usually don't wear shirts, right? That's yeah. Andy. Well, this this was a couple this was a couple of years ago, and at that point, um, you can't see it in that picture because my shirt's hanging down. But I had a beer gut, and oh, I um, see your tricep though. Yeah. Well, I've always just by the nature of my work, I'm strong mm. in general, but I was not healthy or fit. Okay. In it by any account <laughs> is the bicep bigger or the tricep is bigger i don't know i the don't tricep okay yeah it's a, because people always define themselves by the bicep right do they yeah if even even if you like if you have a good bicep and it peaks nice it's like right. the perfect shape but the tricep is actually more important the, the horseshoe yeah right. the bicep's kind of useless right kind of yeah i mean it has a function when when you what about when you have to do this that it's overrated <laughs> yeah <laughs> right when do you do that though like right uh, i'm more of a pusher than i am a. oh they're all important yeah yeah it's like important but for something you like yeah. dips dips are nice right um yeah right now i'm on a an olympic lifting program oh yeah yeah it's lots of fun are you competing are you N- going to compete not yet i'd like to mm. um how old are you? 34. Okay. Yeah. It's not something I th- thought I would be interested in. And then I tried it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was it, like, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. It's why? so cool. What is it? It's highly technical. Uh-huh. It's like very, very precise. And it's also... Do we have a video of you performing that? Um, I don't think I have any on my Instagram. I have one on my... Andy Noga, if you're listening, send it to me. <laughs> I have one on my phone from uh, from recently, actually. Yeah. I just threw threw up 176 pounds the other day. Wow. With Andy. Um What's your body weight? 160. Wow. Yeah. There's a lot more room to go. That was a power clean too, so it's not even into a squat clean yet, but there's some 
there's some tricky psychological stuff with it. I'm mm. strong enough to clean more than that. Okay. Um, I have the technique to clean more than that, but uh, I'm only comfortable or I only perform really good technique at a lower weight. And so there's this mm. gap to bridge because psychologically, you know, when you, when you try to throw a big weight up over your head or onto your shoulders, yeah, your brain tells you don't get underneath that thing, you know? And so you have to learn to ignore that and trust yourself to drop underneath something that weighs more than you. Yeah, that's crazy. Like yeah. double the amount, really. Almost. Almost. Well, not yet, but we'll get there. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> ant stuff. That's what ants do. They lift like three times the body weight, I think. We got Andrew. He wants you to play guitar. So we can... We have one there. <laughs> Don't you know? You can do it anytime you want to. But it's cool. Lucas, our producer. He's in charge of the guitar. He, he tuned I am it. not in charge of that <laughs> guitar. What I'm paying you for? Uh, to switch the video and to banter, not to tune the guitar. But that could be added to my list. Uh, of I will add that to this drop description. Okay, Effectively good. today, tonight. <laughs> tonight. I didn't even think to bring my guitar. Then. Yeah, I should have texted you. That would have been a clever thing to do. That would have been good. You have a fancy one, too. I have a lot of guitars. Oh, how many? Uh, ballpark, 12. Wow. Is that too many? No. They're okay. All, they're all different and special. Actually, um, three of them are guitars that I've built. Yes. I want to talk about that. Before, Lucas just fact-checked the ant stuff, and ants can't lift 20 times their body weight. Uh, 5,000 times the ants weight. Okay. 5,000. <laughs> so you're almost there. That's wild. That's crazy. It's so wild. How do they do it? How do they do it? Yeah. That's a good question. Mm. There must be some physics uh, answer involved to that. I remember learning about like why, uh, you know, if you, if you dropped, say like, a rodent off of a skyscraper, they'd be fine. Mm -hmm. You know, you could drop a beetle off of the CN Tower, they'd be fine. Yeah. But, but if you dropped an elephant, you know, six feet, it would break its legs. Yeah. Just be a squishables, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you could lift as much of it as an ant, you'd be able to uh, lift 825 tons. That's, uh, that's crazy. Sometimes I like to measure when, when we're doing uh, concrete pour, I like to count the amount of pounds that we moved in a day. Mm. It's a very satisfying. I mean, you have mechanical advantage with a wheelbarrow and stuff like that, but right. But some some days it's like, yeah, well, we moved, you I, know, I seen twenty thousand pounds of concrete today, and that's a pretty good feeling. I know. <laughs> I seen you lift weights at the waterfront. <laughs> Those rocks. Oh yeah. Haven't you? Yeah, I posted that actually. Um. Mm. Again, just to sort of like pump Andy up because uh, one of the lists, one of the things on the list of goals was was uh, not hurting myself at work. And so like learning to properly pick up big, heavy things. Yes. Uh, you know, and being able to use, use that in a practical way in your life and not get hurt when you have to move giant concrete blocks is... Uh, That's very important. Yeah. I got, uh, I got a video here. Um, this is you killing it. Um, somebody sent that just in. Thank you so much. I got a camera on him. 
on clay and I'm going to just show show this. Oh yeah, right on. Beauty. Look at that shit. And just dropping and walking away. <laughs> isn't you know that I, amazing? I I love Andy's enthusiasm. Like, isn't that so great the way you He's so infectious. Back, you know? he's just a, his mood. I love that guy. Yeah. He's always so down to do anything. It's, hey man, let's jump in this like, yeah, let's fucking do it. He won't say the fucking, <laughs> but he's like, Yeah, let's do it. And he doesn't swear? Oh, he probably does. Yeah, he swears. Okay. Yeah, he swears. It can be motivating. Yeah, sometimes you gotta swear. Mm-hmm. You built guitars. When did yeah. that start? Did you sing before you built guitars? Yeah, I've been singing forever. Yeah, pretty much my whole life. Wow. Um, that's something that I when I started, I didn't feel like I was very good at it. I put a lot of work into learning to sing. Mm. Yeah, like voice work. Or like more like thinking about what you do. Yeah, I didn't have any formal training, but uh, I used to get, I would like practice songs that I wanted to learn um, in the stairwell in my parents' house. And I would get so frustrated that um, I would bite my guitar. So like my first acoustic guitar has all these like teeth marks in the upper bout and on the headstock. And I... I'd clamp down and bite my guitar in frustration because it was either that or I was going to quit. Mm. And I refused to quit. So I just yeah. like take it out on my guitar for a second. I don't bite my guitars anymore, but I, yeah, I used to. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, that's drive, right? That's dedication. Like a lot of people, well, I don't know how I'm going to say this correctly now. You know, everything is being stretched nowadays. But like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, people in a, we live in a world that's very strange right now. And, you know, we we have values and we are we are learning and things we get educated. And things are changing and that's OK. But like discipline and getting things done, being accountable and repeat and not quitting right Th like those values are like very hard driven do you know what i mean they're they're hard uh they're hard things to learn they're hard things to possess i think a big key to that though is is uh self-love uh. yeah there's there's two parts to it like if we're talking about you know me learning guitar when i was a kid part of the reason that you know i didn't quit was because i was passionate about it like i I loved making music, so it's easy to to sit down and focus for hours on end and like not give up. You know, passion is is a great motivator. Um, but sometimes the things that you have to be disciplined about are not necessarily things you're passionate about either. Um, mm. But self love, I think, involves like people have a skewed version of self love, especially now in our like memed society um right you know it's not all you know like you go girl and you're the greatest um self-love is the same it's the same type of love that you need to give to those people that you care about so it involves being honest and being respectful and showing up and uh it's natural to do those things for someone that you care about and 
it's a lot more difficult to do those things for yourself. But if you can learn to respect yourself and be honest with yourself, then I think uh, the discipline follows from that. You know what I mean? Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just letting it sink in. Because from my perspective, it's like, I need to work out, <laughs> right? Because like, I want to get old. Like I want to have a, like, I want to be like a hundred years or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't skip your cardio, <laughs> 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 whatever. But it's just like you, you making time for yourself is very, very important. Mm -hmm. I understand it can be hard because maybe sometimes people feel, feel guilty for themselves. But I, so I also think a lot of people use excuses. Sure. Right. Yeah. And, and that's okay. Like whatever. And some people, they eat salami and eggs every day and they get 120 years old. Yeah. And that's fine. We all have aversions to things that are, that are difficult, you know, like, um, exercise, exercise hurts. Um, I mean, it doesn't have to hurt bad, but in general, you know, it's hard to do. Yeah. People say exercise kills you because <laughs> you use up your time faster. <laughs> Well, you're literally ripping apart your muscle fibers, because, aren't you? Because when the, you're lifting, supposedly the heart is only designed to have so many beats, and then if you work I don't up, buy it, <laughs> I don't buy it. What's your resting heart rate like? You know, no idea. You don't? I don't have any of those cool biometrics. I don't have a I fancy don't. watch. Yeah, I checked out mine the other day, and then mine was like, usually it's around like forty-four. Like it's pretty it, good during the night, right? And that one day I looked at it and it was like 36. <laughs> and I was like, damn. As long as it's not zero. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, you know, maybe it's the, the watch just misfunctioned. <laughs> right. I usually try to do cardio around 150, but I don't think it's accurate. Yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. Wow. Yeah. You like kettlebells? I do like kettlebells. Yeah. It's like kettlebells and you love, like love. It's what I started with. Um, you this know. Is, there's this big Russian guy, isn't he? Like he has all about kettlebells. I'm oh, I forget his name. Mm. He's like kettlebells superstar. Uh, is it a Russian toy to begin with? Maybe it is. Seems really Russian. I, I'm pretty sure like they have origins in Russia. Kettlebells? Yeah. Yeah. Arnold only used tank parts. He didn't use kettlebells. <laughs> Right? That's what he did. Yeah, when I started, like I started uh, November a year ago, and uh, I had two months in the gym with Andy, which was great, but then gyms closed down. Oh. So then I had to... Yeah, you built something, didn't you? Yeah, I made a gym at home, but it started very modestly. The I went and bought a 35-pound kettlebell. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I guess like with gyms closing down again, right? Like just as a little PSA... Uh, like on my Instagram, uh, shows me ads all the time for all of these like, oh, you get the home mace? workout contraptions, oh. all sorts of uh, like really gimmicky. It's like some com combination of platforms. And How do you tubes get that? And pulleys. They I just get show Burger up. King. <laughs> 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 you know, Burger King is on Instagram. 
I think Burger King knows that I don't like them. Yeah, they must. Um, yeah, so I get these ads for all this this kind of crazy gimmicky stuff, and I'll, when I see all of it, I just think like there are things that I would never, I would never buy. And if I had advice for anybody right now going into what looks like another lockdown, um, it would be to get a kettlebell if you can get your hands on one, um, because they give you a full body workout. There's so many things you can do with one. Mm. And even if you can't get your hands on one, it's not that hard to like get fit or stay fit mm. at home. Body weight exercise too, right? Eh? Body weight exercise is great, you know, like uh or get a cinder block and do squats with it. I don't know. Yeah. Find something heavy, pick it up, put it down. Do you have know. a favorite <laughs> uh kettlebell exercise? Um like a Turkish get up or Turkish get ups are great. That's that was uh the what? first sort of challenge that Andy gave me, and it took a while. Look that up. I have no idea what he's talking about. It's a way of getting the kettlebell from the floor with you reclined to standing over your head. Okay. Yeah, you did that the other day on a plank. Yeah. A friend. You, you extra challenge it. Yeah. Because friend. you were like, what the fuck? I can do this better. <laughs> A friend of mine in Toronto, so I took a trip to Toronto and uh, I spent that whole week I was in Toronto, I was going to a gym there called Fuel, which I really, really liked and Mm. uh, got to know the people there. And uh, yeah, one of the trainers sent me it as a challenge um, because it was part of some training that she did for a certain certificate. Yeah. I thought it was cool, so I tried it out. Yeah, it's ninja stuff. Yeah, it is ninja stuff. It is. Because it's like it's one thing to do the exercise, but then also top it all off and then the balance. Yeah, do it on a balance beam. Mm. Did you cramp up? No, it's it was fun though. I tried it with a few different weights and definitely better uh, you know, on my right side than my left, but oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people have that. See, I play soccer with the left foot, but I ride with the right. Okay. Because I wanted to ride with left but when I grew up, my parents told me, don't ride with left hand because then, uh, then you're different. And they then, forced you. They did what they thought was best at the time. So I'm no mm-hmm. judgment. And so, but soccer, I play with left. Right. So like, I'm totally the, I so I'm pretty sure I could ride with left if I just put in effort on time, but I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Who writes anymore anyways? I don't know. You? You just need, yeah, actually. So I'm uh I'm moving out of my place right now and I've been packing up boxes and mm. had a very hectic Christmas, by the way. Oh, wow. Um, but I, yeah, I packed up all of my journals. Oh. I, I have like 25 years, 25 books, like filled with writing. Yeah. Did you yeah. do like one page a day? No, no structure to it at all. No dates um, oh. uh, or very rarely dates. And like typically not, you know, not, um, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. Uh, Organized? Not like observation. Well, maybe it's observational, but not like this is what I did today. Mm. You know, it's like I get sparked by an idea and I have to write it down. Yeah. Um, But it's really hard. It's hard to stay focused when you're organizing, when you find stuff like that, because your inclination is to start reading it. Look at it, yeah. Yeah, find all sorts of cool stuff. You go down a rabbit hole, and then Mm -hmm. two hours have gone by, and you realize you haven't done anything. That's better than social media, (laughs) right? (laughs) At least it's not a screen. 
Yeah. Yeah. No it's getting bad. No screen time for you. My screen time stats are bad. Oh, yeah? You, yeah. Tr you track it? Well, your phone warns you every once in a while or congratulates you if you don't oh. do it as often. Really? Like you and in the Apple environment? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Wow. Lucas, you get warnings? Uh, no, because I'd turn that shit off because... <laughs> Um, Siri would be yelling at me every 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't have mine on either. But I don't have... I do DMs once a day, usually at night. I follow up on messages. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't... Unless it's like you text me, hey, where's the address? Mm -hmm. Then I know you coming on the show tonight, I text you back. Right. But I can't because I have... I'm like live, man. I do that and then I do... Nothing else. <laughs> I, like the first cup, I like the first couple posts I see, and then I have to right. I have to push my content. Yeah, I, I don't have a social media manager. Right, it's, it's rough. You yeah. this I have to keep up. All those people they post things all the time. I've been trying to use my social media as like a a space, um, just for community. I guess mm. you know, like. I've tried a few little experiments that have gone. Okay, let's look at your social media. Like surprisingly well. Well, they're that beach they have shot been of in, yours. No, look been, at that shake. <laughs> wow, look at that. They've well, been in the let's form check of the stories first. Yeah, that's the chicken supreme. No, is it? No, no, it's the chicken breasts. Yeah, um, yeah, you won't see them because they've been in the form of stories. But they've been things like I invented uh, a holiday one day. I just felt like. You know, showing gratitude to my friends, and uh, I had made a couple posts, and then I let the it snowball, and it became International Best Buds Day, Ooh. and uh, you know I made a lot of posts and tagged a lot of people and encouraged people to tag their best buds, and what was kind of surprising was that quite a few people jumped on board and started doing it, and mm -hmm. so that kind of thing is like fun to do. I did a dinner table talk one too. I came home from work one day and I was like okay well probably no one's going to play along but best and worst part of your day tagged a few people mm -hmm. uh, you know a few people responded by making similar posts in their stories but I also got like dozens of uh, personal messages from friends mm -hmm. just telling me the best and worst part of their day some people that I hadn't talked to uh, actually in years Crazy. reached out so yeah if you can do things like that with it, then it feels... It feels good. You know. Yeah. Because it's kind of like this unavoidable evil now. Is it? Well, I mean, some people aren't on social media, but I feel like it would be hard to function without it. Oh, yeah. I like social media. I think you just have to draw the line. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sure. You have to know your limit and you have to stick with it. And you know, you know, you need to know what you're doing. And that comes back to discipline too, right? Yeah. I think so. It's like you have to be accountable to yourself. Yeah. That's and something I could definitely work on. Really? Yeah. I feel like I have what? I have some bad uh, bad scrolling habits. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are you on TikTok? No. Okay. Although, hmm. maybe I should be. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's that concrete stuff? Add that to the list. People would love that. Ryan Arthur says, uh, sweet guitar on that Get Easy track, Clay. Oh, yeah. We have to link on another track. Yeah, so that was the um, 
the track I was talking about there with DJ Whirlwind. My buddy uh, Tyler produced it. So Tyler, I've been playing music with Tyler my whole life. And also we ran a business together for a while. We're like, uh, you know, the closest of friends. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, he has, he writes these like really great reggae songs. Oh. And he's got a home recording studio and... uh, yeah, we collaborate on that stuff sometimes, and it's um, yeah, yeah, it's okay. lots of fun. Yeah, collaboration are nice, right? Yeah, I love going in. It's really fun when it's not your song, actually, mm-hmm. because uh, like all the artistic pressure is off a little bit. It's easier to like toss out ideas, yeah, and be playful. And yeah. so I love that role. Like if I could be a like a studio session player, I think Ooh. that would be, you know, like a really happy career for me. That's nice. Yeah. yeah, you should do that. Yeah. Maybe. What? Yeah. Yeah. What's the story behind? Uh, what, yourself what, what's you that song? Uh, what? Shut the fuck up, you stupid motherfucker! What? <laughs> Who? He's talking to you, Clay. <laughs> so that's a song that not a lot of people have heard. Oh. Um, okay. Yeah, I was just. Is it on Spotify? No, it's a voice memo on my phone that I've sent to a handful of people. It Lucas seems, knows about this. Seems to be getting around. Mm, it's inside knowledge. Um. Yeah, I was just sitting in my kitchen with my guitar and uh, I improvised the whole song, but it's sort of about like our identity politics and the way that nobody really listens to each other anymore. We just like see each other in each other's camps and uh, we assume that we uh, know what other people's opinions are and who they are. You know, It's all preconception, right? Yeah. It's like life imprints you and then you, you think, oh, yeah, okay, this is this person, this is that person. Yeah. I think it takes a lot of effort to appreciate people who for who they are, really. Yeah. So the song starts off, I think, at the first lines like, your tie's red and my tie's purple, so shut the fuck up, you stupid motherfucker. Nice. And, yeah, every verse is, you know. You, you put it all out there. Yeah, so context, uh, <laughs> I didn't get sent that song, but... Uh, me and Clay were driving back from a cold plunge New Year's Day and his song came on. I was like, oh, this song is like awesome. It's hilarious. Like, yeah, I wrote this song. It's like, oh, it's great. I mean, we could play it. I could send you. Can I just like text you? You can airdrop it. Or you can just high hold it to your microphone. That's possible too. I don't remember what I did with my phone. It must have dropped down, I think. Unplugged. It's unplugged on the mic later. Woo! Hashtag. I mean, okay. Hashtag stupid motherfucker. <laughs> you can just hold it in the microphone. Yeah, that may be good enough. If you own it, and that's okay. Right? You you own that song, right? That's your song.
should show middle finger. You say you previously, <laughs> pre-show, you said you, you know, people say sometimes you talk a lot, right? Uh, yeah. I don't know if I was being serious or not. Okay. Let's say, let's say you, whatever it was, but let's, let's bring this back in sure. and, and you, you tell me what the truth is, but then, you know, this sometimes just to say that feels really good too, right? Like, shut up. Shut the fuck up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely just, like, blowing off steam in the kitchen. Mm. About what? Um, I don't know. Just about the, the stress of, like, you know, uh, like, with COVID, for example, and I don't want to really talk about COVID because it's such a dead horse, but... Um, that's a subject that I have avoided talking about on social media, um, basically completely, mm. uh, because I don't want, I don't want to get labeled. I don't want to be pulled into this like battlefield of you know pro vax anti vaxxer whatever divide. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's. It's stressful and it's ridiculous and um, and it's sad that the communication breakdown is is like so complete that um, like people forget that you can have varying opinions, you know, like mm -hmm. you can be pro vaccination and also, you know, like pro consent. Um, not I mean, consent exists in this situation, but, um, you can be anti mandate and pro vaccine, for example, you know, that's a position that you can have. Sure. Um, but yeah, to talk about it publicly is like, uh, cause the second you speak up about it, someone's going to tell you basically to shut the fuck up. Right. Mm. Um, yeah. And you get sort of like slid into one category or another and, and then no one's, uh, listening to what you're saying anymore. Yeah. It's very just like sign of the times. Like, I feel like it was brewing in politics and now it's just kind of COVID has become like this excuse to uh, like latch onto like a belief and just firmly hold on to it. Yeah, it's definitely an, it's an extension of identity politics for sure. Or um, I don't even know if I'm using that term correctly. Actually, I should be careful. It's a it's an extension of the polarization of of uh, political ideologies that's going on right now. You know, it's just like another way to um, sort of like weaponize. It's another thing to weaponize in that in that battle, whatever people think it is. Yeah, and use it against your enemies, even though it has no context whatsoever. I think. Yeah, I like mean, if you're like. Sorry, if you're like a liberal and you're always looking for excuses to go against like conservatives, you have right. ammunition. And if you're a conservative, you have ammunition against 
the liberals and it's always going to be like a non-stop battle now and i'm not here for that well it's, yeah the tricky thing too is like if you want to talk about what the demographic of anti-vaxxers is uh i don't know there's there's one assumption that it's like okay well it's a bunch of you know it's like a bunch of dumb rednecks or like libertarians or something um but then there's there's like a huge demographic of anti-vaxxers that are that are kind of like homeschool hippies uh you know and that's a totally different thing there's like very left anti-vaxxers and there's very right anti-vaxxers and there's i think a lot of people who are like moderate and also just kind of hesitant or confused or like you know and it's definitely okay to be hesitant uh yeah uh so i think like i've found i don't know if we want to keep going into this topic <laughs> tell me to sh- okay. shut the fuck up you it's stupid motherfucker. everything you say is your opinion only uh, oh now i forgot my point mm. so let's just get off of it i feel mm. like we are we live in a time that is very interesting okay there's a lot of there's a there's a lot of things that are going on and i think everything we see on the surface is not what we see think it is but there's more to the story you know i I just don't i don't i feel like the world is already so bad out there i just i feel like i don't want to talk about it on this show like i hope people go on here and want to know something about the person right right and you know i i know it's all around us and it's here and but I feel like I just, I don't want to talk about it when we're here because I feel like this is so nice, Clay, you're here tonight. Totally. And, you know, Lucas smells like Daytona. It's, it's, it's nice. I get it. Can, like I, I, can I ask one more question? Yeah. Uh, when did you start getting into art? Oh, that was the first thing I ever knew how to do. Yeah. I. Uh, Isn't art life? Yeah. I mean, there's an artistic approach to life for sure. I um what about that handle though like armed and nearsighted armed you and nearsighted yeah I that was what I wanted to name my first album when I was working on it in my early 20s ah. and never got finished um How did, why did you not finish it uh all sorts of reasons really all sorts of things happened you know there's this meme on the internet it says like you're not busy till you have kids <laughs> <laughs> That sounds true. I don't have any experience with it. Yeah. Just, I'm just I'm, saying. I mean, there was, uh, admittedly, there was some lack of follow through. There was like some mm. apprehension. And there were also, I went through like some pretty rough stuff, traumatic okay. uh, things in my 20s. Yeah. Okay. You know? I respect that. Yeah. Not unrelated to the decline in my relationship with myself okay right um yeah although it does feel good to be like back in a place mm-hmm. i feel i honest i feel like i'm 21 years old and i'm 34 years old you look like 21 shave that beard nobody knows that's the right fin- nobody will know that's probably the finished part of my genetics <laughs> <laughs> they all look young that's all those cold punches <laughs> all the cold punches yeah 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 you i'm that's where i met you the first time Right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we had a good conversation there. We were out there and we had some Sorini bread by Andy Noga. Oh, Remember? Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That was delicious. I almost wanted all of it, but, you know, I like sweet. You like sweet? 
I like sweet and limited amounts. Okay. I don't have a big sweet tooth, but I. It's bad for your teeth, right? I uh, that's what they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like lots of times for dessert, I'll have uh, you know, it's like a bowl of yogurt with some mm. maybe like a banana cut up in it. Oh, natural. A bit of maple syrup. Espresso. Um. I mean, if I had it, you were caffeine free. No. Okay. I make coffee, but I won't make a cup of coffee at night because mm. uh, I will not go to bed. Some people can drink coffee and go to sleep. That's yeah, not me. I can. Yeah. I'm just done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> My last cup of coffee is at noon, and that's it. Our two year old, he he, I don't know how, but like the one sentence he can say is, "I'm done." <laughs> So I made him breakfast the <laughs> other day. I made him breakfast and set it all up nice and put him in the seat and said, here you go. And he says, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm like, I just made it. <laughs> Before his first bite. He's so good. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. How you talked about life. You know, you talked about language. Do you believe in the story of the uh, the city of the Tower of Babylon? Um, I don't really know that story. Oh, okay. like Look, the biblical story? Well, we can. There's a religion and thing, but you can also pull up that picture where they built the tower. No, that's not it. The Tower of Babel is that what it is? But there's one there. There, this one. That's the the famous painting, and it's like they they built it because they wanted to connect with the gods, mm. and the gods punished them, or the higher beings punished them, and the diversified language. Okay. Right. Like everybody suddenly spoke a different language, so it's oh, oh that's where the term babble comes from. Mm, babble. Gotcha. Yeah. Is like that to, what it means? To babble. Oh, like to speak incoherently or to to Mm. ramble on or Ah, whatever. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense if that was the punishment. Mm. Google. Nice. Yeah. This is a famous painting. Why? Why the fuck are you going to show this one? Who painted this? The painting looks familiar, but I know there's a puzzle. It's a five thousand piece. I have it upstairs (laughs) of this thing, (laughs) and I've I, I have tried twice to build it, and I've never ever. It's Peter Bruegel, of course. The, the elder. El- the elder. Yeah. Was the most significant artist of Dutch and Flemish Renaissance painting. Hey, mm-hmm. do you know there's a word in Germany that says Eigenzeit? Lucas, type that in. Eigenzeit. Eigenzeit. I'm reading a book right now about time. Okay. Lucas, you don't know how to spell it. No, I don't, because I don't know how to spell German, man. <laughs> That's like one of the languages I don't know. Put that in the job description. Can you select the column there so I can type in, please? Well, who has the power now, Michael? Um, You. You always have the power. You're the producer. Oh, okay. It's proper time. So, okay. So the definition, I think we we can relate to this. I think we can we can talk about some deep stuff for a second here. Sure. Like in relativity, proper time along a time-like world line is defined as a time as measured by a clock following that line. 
It is thus independent of coordinates and is a Lorentz scala scalar. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. In German, it's scalar. Sorry. The proper time interval between two events on a world line is the change in proper time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, like, everything takes its time. And that's eigenside. Right. And that's like Michael later explained. Break it down. That's going to take some time to digest. I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly what it means. It sounds like. Um, it's less independent of coordinates. So the the eigenside is the movement of the body that like whatever it is the material. And it supposedly is also slower than the initial time dilation. What the fuck? Time dilation. <laughs> time dilation is a really interesting subject. Yes, I think so too. Because we define ourselves by time more than ever now. Yes. Social media time, scrolling time, workout time, singing time, podcast time. But the, the thing is like... People are most happy when they don't feel time. Do you agree with that? Um, maybe it depends on the person. Like Ooh. some people like to be scheduled. Some people like to be unscheduled. Yeah, but you can feel time differently. Time is, we talked about this. Time is Remember? relative. I think, well, yeah, there's one, there's one thought I've had, which is that it's, it's interesting that you're, um, your brain gets really good at counting time based on uh, like the types of intervals that you're used to, right? So um, we experience, like we count time with our 24 hour clock so often that, you know, you can set your alarm for the morning. You, and, set, you and, set yourself alarms? Oh yeah. You do? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, especially for work when I gotta get up at 5.30 in the morning. You strike me like that person that wakes up at 5 a.m. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Okay, definitely not. But uh, yeah, you, I don't know if you've ever had the experience. You set an alarm, and then your body wakes you up like moments before that alarm goes off, and it's it's remarkable that somewhere in your subconscious, your brain has managed to count the exact amount of time that you you know were expecting mm. to wake up at. Um. But I think our brains are really good at, at doing that stuff. Like I, I remember hearing about a study where they they took like um, just general population people with no like specific musical aptitude and they asked them to sing popular songs. And it turns out that most people are like within quite a tight margin will sing like very close to on tempo and very close to uh, the right key. Oh. They may not have good pitch or, or whatever. Right. Um, but typically people will like remember the song very close to the key that it's in and at the speed that it's at. Mm. Even if they're not musical people, quote unquote or whatever. So our brains are like really good at accounting. Um, and I think with, yeah, like uh, all the sort of like clocks and time frames like even instagram stories you know they're like in 15 second chunks yeah i think that has an effect on your psyche you know oh. 
Yeah, but you skip through the stories, don't you? Yeah, the bad ones. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So mine. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. And the only stories I don't skip are Lucas. No, you probably should. <laughs> Just kidding. So we we do have a lot of requests about you playing a song. Playing I cannot put song. this. I cannot put this off anymore. Okay. Wayfinder Trails and Recreation. Well, just asked again. Is there a way to take a short break while I use the washroom and then make sure that guitar is in tune? Yeah, you are you gonna do both? Oh, Lucas, Lucas can tune it. I could tune it. Yeah, I can just camera on me and oh, camera on Lucas and he can tune it. That's okay, fine. Great. Yeah, the washroom is right down over Perfect. there. You know where it is. You you you've seen it, and then we will bring you Clay and he's gonna play. <laughs> Ooh, Michael, you should be a rapper. <laughs> I thought about that, you know, but I don't know. Do you think, <laughs> like, you should, you know, you can, if you, if you would do hit some strings, I, I rap a little bit if you want. I dropped your ball. You dropped the balls? Can you juggle? Can you juggle? No. I cannot juggle. Yeah. Can you juggle, like, with two balls, though? <laughs> well. This is pretty rough. Do uh, you need your phone? The app? Yes. Yeah, do you want me to get it? I get it. Oh, so I'm just going to tune the guitar here? Okay. Don't mind me, I'm in my work clothes. Wow, you got your phone in the case, eh? You like protection? <laughs> always, always got to protect yourself. Okay. This is going to take a while, but, you know, that's what we do. Look at Lucas, he looks so sharply dressed. Sharply dressed. The cold plunge group went off like the chat. Oh, I know. Did you get that? Yeah, I did. Wow. Every time they chat, it's like, wow, I'm famous. Yeah, so we got our uh, our date set for Sunday, or our time set for Sunday. What are we doing? We're doing... We're cold plunging on Sunday. Yeah. I'll be there. This is terrible. <laughs> Do you want me to, like, mute your mic? <laughs> we could this guitar is so out of tune how come you just tuned it yeah i tuned it like two months ago man okay the g string is done here we go the d yeah now it's time to send us some chats Right? Ask some questions for Lucas, our producer. He's like. No, I'm Clay Braylon. Yeah. <laughs> Clay Braylon. Except is, less talented. He's getting ready to for the big show happening shortly here. Please give okay. it up. He's getting his makeup done. Uh, he's doing his vocal mm -hmm. uh, exercises. Lucas Give it up Yeah That's how they do it in the radio, right? They slide the music They do And then talk again Hello <laughs> Oh, somebody's coming back Did you bounce it already? Uh, you need your phone? 
You need your headphones too. The song is... I can't cancel that song. It's gonna play for like... Another 10 seconds. That's cool. That's what you get when you want Clay to play! It would be a crazy thing if there was a guitar pick around, eh? Uh, do you want me to get like a milk pick? Like a milk bag thing? I mean, it works. <laughs> That's the job done. I can go upstairs real quick and get it. You sure. want me to? Yeah, I'd be yeah. okay. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's roughly in tune. harmonic tune or uh depends on what i'm playing but i figured i have a feeling that this guitar is not going to hold a great tune just based on uh, yeah it's a cheapy just based on hearing you tune it while i was in the washroom so then i thought if i play something in an open tuning then we can get away with a little more oh yeah the good old bread bag tag. That's the one. No, it's the milk bag. Oh, yeah. You still consume milk. I'm going to live stream this on Instagram, okay? You cool with that? Okay. Sure. As long as we can continue live streaming on YouTube. Yeah, I think this is like the perfect, like, mellow it out, and this is, this is good. a little bit you want me to do it yeah yeah do whatever yeah just push it down okay i got you get a little of each yeah there you go i really want to shape this pick with a knife right now you want a knife here's a knife <laughs> you got everything around here yeah this is for this from switzerland this is great they bring the best knives this will be the moment that i slice myself open and then the rest of the podcast will take place at the hospital. We get some napkins. We can make that happen. Yeah. That's what we need to get rid of that little tab there. Yeah. Clay's fixing this all up. Yeah. Not only does he whittle guitars, he whittles guitar picks. <laughs> Move that glass out of there. Imagine you could whittle a whole guitar. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a challenge. It would be a challenge. All right. <laughs> Called the Milk Pick Blues. Mm -hmm. 
come on, little pain. Tell me what do you think? It's been a long time making up your mind. Well, I truly understand that you love another man, and your heart will no longer be mine. Remember the faults that you told me, little pain. When I sat on the hillside of rest, trying to make me believe all them lies you told when the sun went down in the west well fifteen cents is all the money I had in a dollar's hole I crave with fifteen cents And that old morphine is gonna take me to my grave And I'll never trust what another man says If his eyes be blue or brown Unless it's on some scaffold Come on, little pain, tell me what do you think? It's been a long time making up your mind. Well, I used to think you's a precious little thing that ever sunshine. You gotta do another one. I mean, I could do another one. I mean, like, you should. But I mean, like, totally, you should. Right, Lucas? should definitely write an album. <laughs> I have uh, quite a few songs, but uh, they're not in the public sphere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can play another one. I think so. This is, this is, this is really, really amazing. Now that we're in this tuning. <clears throat> oh, would you look at that? Yeah, I know. on it. Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun Spend my money when the work is done 
Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun Spend my money when the work is done I ask my cap for the time of day Checks, bars, and walked away Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun Spend my money when the work is done Well, six months ain't such a very long time Got a friend in penitentiary doing 99 Went down on River 19 and 10 Wore that ball and chain just like men I chew my back and spit my juice Love somebody but it ain't no use Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun if you pay my money when the work is done. Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun if you pay my money when the work is done. Wouldn't mind working the sun to sun If you pay my money when the work is done Unreal. I wanted to have like a kick drum there. Yeah. Yeah, they're old. Or like a garbage pail. It's actually both old uh, traditional American tunes, banjo tunes. It's beautiful. I learned them on the banjo. Really? Actually, that's what I was going to ask after you finish playing. Do you play banjo as well? I play a little bit of banjo. How many banjos do you have? Two. That's that's not so many. <laughs> it's two more than I have. It's less than 12. That's, yeah. that's right. That's 10 less. Yeah. That's okay. I was hungry, but I, I wanted to listen to music, and then I couldn't eat. And then, no, I shouldn't eat sausages. That's something on my list. I would like to get a really nice banjo. I do have a I have a very cool banjo from the 1930s. I'd say it. Wow. Um, it's like a tenor banjo, so it doesn't have the the droning string at the top, mm. uh, and it's something that you'd hear more in like traditional Irish music. Oh. Uh, and then I have the, the like the frailing banjo, and that's kind of cool too. It's an old harmony, so it's like a Sears catalog. Yeah, sort of banjo, um, but it's a real piece of crap. You, know? you did build your own <laughs> guitars too, though. Like, yeah, like that's impressive. Uh, well, it helps when you learn from people that have done done it a lot. You know, I guess so. Yeah, like the first time I went and took a course from this guy named Sergey De Jong. Um, Sergey is an unbelievable luthier. Uh, he's quite well respected. Um. He, I guess he, you know, like, used to build guitars with some of Canada's best guitar builders, like Linda wow. Manzer and stuff. Yeah. And um, and Larivee. Actually, he told stories about Larivee. He said Larivee used to 
he'd have uh, dinner and he'd go out after dinner and he'd carve like, you know, 15 guitar necks in an evening after dinner. Um, wow. Yeah. And I think um, my first guitar took like two days <laughs> no. to carve the neck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. But you can't compare yourself. Yeah. Right. Comparison is evil. But uh, yeah, he was he was quite a character. He was a great guy to learn from. Kind of like crazy, old Dutch hippie. Uh, he'd go down to the shop every morning in his bare feet, even though there was snow on the ground at the time. You know. Yeah, he embraced that cold. Yeah. Was Who is he? Can, can we look him up? Is yeah, he? totally. You can Sergey. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think EI maybe or maybe it's IE I don't know uh, but De Young so space De space yeah there he is yeah and uh, his he has his, a homepage yeah his daughter is also uh, she's like one of the top classical guitar builders wow look at that marbling that's probably not the right word but it reminds me of meat uh, quilting uh, yeah look um, at that so I don't know if he still teaches courses or not, but that, I mean, it was just a thing I wanted to do. And Where was that? That was in Quebec, uh, um, near Wakefield. Right on. And it, I had been at a house concert, um, and uh, the the people coming through playing, they uh, one guy, he had like a really cool guitar, and I ended up talking to him about it. And I was like, oh, that's really neat. He's like, yeah, actually, I built it. <laughs> and um, Right. And he's like, I took this course in Quebec, and so he recommended it to me, and I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds really cool. So then it was in the back of my head that I should do that, and then, you know, you forget about those kinds of ideas. And then I was at a friend's wedding in Thunder Bay, oh. and uh, I was dancing. It was uh, like a, not a square dance, but like a Kaylee dance. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm dancing with this girl and my friend like leans over and says oh have you asked Yoshia about her guitars and I was like oh no and it turns out that this was the daughter of the same guy oh. of the course that I was re- recommended to go to so at that point it felt like um the universe had kind of like yeah the, the knocked reminder. twice yeah yeah it does happen eh so at that point I just I, you know I went and booked it do you get a lot of deja vus Deja vu? Is that a thing oh. for you? I used to when I was younger, quite frequently. Mm. I used to have dreams that you were remember? premonitory. Oh, sorry, say again? Premonitory. What does that mean? You're throwing around those fancy <laughs> words. Uh, yeah, premonitions. Like, I've, I've, I would have experiences later of things that I had dreamed previously. Okay. So that's like not deja vus, but premonitory. Yeah. Oh, like a warning. And so you were like a seer, right? I mean, like a witcher. As like, you get older, mm, you start to think that, you know, that uh, maybe there were other things going on. But when I was younger, I definitely had the experience of having dreams and then being in situations, you know, like in the schoolyard, for example, where I'd be like, this, this is exactly where I was in my dream yes. the other day. And I know, you know, like what I'm going to hear next or whatever. Yeah. I have those moments too. I had one recently. I had one this today. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> where it was like a dream where I had like years ago and it, like I was What, just... do you remember that? <clears throat> yeah. And I just had... I didn't know you so spiritual. 
well, I was at work and I was cutting. It's just, I had this eerie feeling of like, I've, I feel like I've been in this situation before in this room doing exactly what I did in my dream. Right. Okay. But that's yeah, as like, far as it went. It was like, just like a feeling of like, this kind of eerily similar to, to something that I think I've experienced before. Mm, like dream deja vu. Yeah. Oh. Deja vu with a dream. Oh. I thought it's all deja vu. Dream deja vu. You speak French? How many languages do you speak? Oh, just one. What? That's yeah. not possible. I can speak a little French, but mm. I'm not conversational. Okay. I've been told sometimes when I'm drunk, mm, you sound I like... do not bad. Oh. Yeah, your drunk French is real good. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> C'est possible. <laughs> Ça va, ça va bien. That's yeah. all I got. L'ordinateur bleu. Chien brun. Oh. Tabanac. Avec le livre. Yeah. Je me brosse mes dents, etc. Right. Tabanac, où est la bibliothèque? Exactly. Tabanac. Put it in the box. I wish I could remember all of it. You know, I did take it to grade 11 or whatever, but. I And uh, un chocolate croissant. Mm. Mm. Oui, That's oui. good. Yeah. I, I visited um, Saint-Tremblant. Saint-Tremblant. That fancy town where they all play tennis in the summer and they ski in the winter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the best chocolate croissants I've ever had. Wow. You're, like in Germany, you must learn several languages in school. Yeah. I, I grew up with Latin. Really? And then they dumped me because I sucked. And then I they dumped me into a school with English, and they already had two years of English, and I had zero. Oh. And then my teacher was like, why do you suck so much? And I was like, I had Latin. And then she would give me a hug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then she understood why I, like, why I sucked so much. Latin is cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of etymology. Like, I really, it's a weird hobby of mine. Like, I like. What is that again? Looking up. The origin of words. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. very curious about the origin of words. Those are Romans. Uh, you did one like a couple weeks ago, I feel like, on your Instagram story. Yeah, I forget which word that was. Um, immaculate. Say Immacu again? Immaculate. Oh. Yeah. Which, um, yeah, it turns out macula means spot in, in Latin. So mm. it, it basically means spot free. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I got lots of dots on my skin. I'm not I'm not spot free. But I think you learn like you learn something interesting about not the language itself, but like the nature of the way that we think. Because no, like no words can be perfectly pinned to anything in our reality. They all are kind of like in relation in this like web of of like reference. They're all referencing each other and so you get stuff like um uh like the word art and ratio are related uh, ratio and uh rationality are also related and uh you know they're about like things being in their just proportions or or like the uh, even the idea of a ruler for example a ruler is an in really interesting word to me it's uh you know like a rule is is literally uh, a stick of a certain length, you know. It's true that you can use to measure a yeah. thing, right? So, right. Um, but 
but it's also, uh, you know, like this abstract thing, which is like what you should follow. And it's also, uh, uh, you know, like a title, a person for in a charge. ruler, you know, yeah. um, but they all relate to the concept of, of like measuredness. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it implies something about what a ruler should be like as a, you know, if you were the ruler of a state. Yeah. Um, like long, well, that you should be a measured person. Oh. You should be measured in your decision making, for example, oh. or something like that. Like right? balanced. Yeah. 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 So I feel like digging into like the origins and relationships between words tells you stuff about the meaning of those words that you don't find just like in the dictionary definition. Yeah, like kindergarten. Okay. What is what does kindergarten mean? It's like they use this in the English language, even though they took it from the Germans, which is fine. <laughs> and, you know, they, they just took it. And it means children's garden. So it, it's a garden, and in the garden you grow. Right. Right? So you grow your kids in the garden. Right. So a kindergarten where you drop off your kids in the morning and say bye-bye, there is the kids grow into beautiful right. beings. Can right. confirm with Google. Uh, mid- well, we all know what a kinder egg is, right? Yeah, those are expensive nowadays. I used to pick them up for like 50 cents. Did Germany. you know they're illegal in the States? No. You cannot buy kinder surprise eggs in the States. Did you know once I drove to Switzerland because they had a limited release of a certain kind that I wanted to collect? And like then the toy, yeah, okay, because they have like the collection of ten figures, okay, and they had a they had a release that it was only in Switzerland available. There's actually exhibitions for like east like surprise egg um, collectibles, right? And certain figures have a, like a monetary value to them, like a lot. Crazy, kind of like Beanie Babies. Right. Some of them became yeah. very expensive. So we we drove to Switzerland. <laughs> But I fucked it up. Like, my parents wanted to drive to Switzerland. I had those. The 90 hippos. Oh. I grew up with those. Oh, those are cool ones. Yeah, I, I actually had those. It's crazy. Anyways, there was a birthday party, and I I lived the closest, but I said to them, drop me off the latest. And my parents wanted to drive to Switzerland overnight. And I didn't come home till like past midnight and I fucked it up. <laughs> How long of a drive was that? Like not long. A couple of hours. You know, you drive fast. You have those. You on the autobahn? On the autobahn, you push it down. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah. you. There's no speed limits unless you're in the city limits and then you drive 120, which is yeah, which reasonable, is like, which is like speeding here. The speed limits here are very difficult to deal with. Mm. Yeah. It's so slow. Everywhere else in the country, it's like 110, 120. Yeah. In Ontario, it's garbage. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, it's hard to trust, I guess, like trust the general population to do the right thing and not go too fast when the conditions suck. Because there are definitely times you should not be driving. Yeah. Even... 90 on our highways right um but yeah yeah there's also times like you're on a divided stretch of highway and it's you know clear roads and a sunny day like Mm -hmm. you're doing 90 you're crawling 
Mm. It's hard. Oh. It's like psychologically, it's hard to stay at that speed. Yeah, you're you know? feeling reality. Especially when other people are passing you at a buck 20, buck 30. Yeah. I know, but they don't, they don't need the license, right? Exactly. <laughs> They're just like, fuck it. <laughs> I pull out another one. They, some people <laughs> do that. I need my license. So I always obey the legal street limit. That is like... We all obey the street, the, the speed limit here. <laughs> yeah. I use my cruise control a lot now. I love it. You have the adoptive one? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a game changer, hey? Yeah. I first, I, like when I got my, my new car, I hated the technology package. It drove me nuts. I was just, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to drive my car. My car before that was, was a six speed standard diesel Volkswagen. Wow. Like you a know? Jetta? Uh, yeah, it was a golf okay. wagon version. Oh, the wagon. Yeah. Right. I, I, put those skis in there. I loved that vehicle, you know, and mm-hmm. I loved that it was, you know. You drove it on biodiesel. I did not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, I just liked being involved, you know, and then I got in this Subaru with the technology package and I was mm. like, it just begs you to stop paying attention to the road. Like, I know it does. It's like, I'll keep you in the lanes. You know, oh, so you, you got turn, the lane assist, you too. You turn on the lane assist, mm-hmm. turn on the adaptive cruise control, you know, like, like oh, there's nothing left to do. Mm-hmm. You but know. maybe eat this burrito bowl from Poco Mas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back next week. I I really like the, the lane assist. I really like, in the city, I don't want to use it at all. I had it once. I don't have it right now. But, like, when, when there's a bicycle in the lane, I, you know, sometimes... It keeps you in the lane even when you want to get out of the lane. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there's there's room for improvement. I wonder that. how it would work in like cities like Montreal where there are no like painted lines. Right. Well, it has to see lines. Yeah. The other one that drove me nuts was um, it has the like it automatically breaks if you're going to back over something or whatever, mm-hmm. which I'm sure is a great feature. And I hope that it has saved lives. I'm sure it probably has saved lives. But it's very irritating in northwestern Ontario when you do a lot of like adventuring mm. and you're in the bush somewhere down a donkey trail and you're mm. trying to turn around right. and every you know like little shrub yeah. behind your car sets it off. Yeah, so mm. your car keeps clean your sensors right now. <laughs> your sensors are dirty. Clean them. Yeah, <laughs> or put them on a switch. Just like. It would be cool to yeah. just turn them off, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can, you can do you that. You probably can do it. Yeah, you can do that. You can do that what I drive with. Yeah, sometimes the car makes me agree to drive safely, too, before I drive. Yeah, the Subaru has that eye look, right? You need to look. They they know when you don't look at the road. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, the Subaru, right? That's creepy. Yeah, they're like, what the fuck? They keep looking at the road <laughs> right now. <laughs> My eyes off the phone. I think we can talk like for hours. Yeah. But I got to get up early in the morning tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know about you, but Lucas, not so much. He sleeps in tomorrow, supposedly. Well, sleeping in, aka waking up at seven. Lucas gave me shit the other day when I said we do like an hour, hour and a half, and then I rolled it for two. So today I said, let's roll for an hour and a half, and it's almost two. So I got to I got to save him. But I did say it's it's okay today. Oh, yeah, you did. (laughs) Yeah. Shit. So uh, don't don't make me seem like an asshole that I am. Okay, yeah. I will yeah. try harder next time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I Clay, love you, man. Clay, you're coming back, right? You're coming back for somebody. We talked about this earlier. 
Yeah, well, we were talking about all sorts of things. Okay. If you... Um, we were talking about Tyler's songs, I think, maybe, is when you brought it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, we need to schedule this earlier, like at 5 o'clock, and then we talk for six hours. <laughs> because, you know, we didn't talk about your drawings, right? The art. We didn't much talk about the guitar building. We mm-hmm. we scratched the surface. But we didn't, like, we don't know why, and we didn't talk about a lot of things tonight. But we scratched the surface. We, we broke some eyes. We can get deep into those things. Yeah. You brought up reality a couple of times. I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by f- reality and perception. Yeah. So that's like, I'm ready to talk about that. Yeah, that stuff's very cool. I mean, Harrison's question uh, about philosophers definitely prompted some of that. But also, uh, yeah, my, my friend's recent passing has, has had like a, had a lot of time sort of like meditating on, um, he was a, a doctor of philosophy. Oh, he was? Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, he lectured at LU actually. And wow. we went to, we met in university. We were both double majors in English and philosophy. Oh, Wow. Uh, so yeah, a lot of that stuff has been kind of like cycling through my head lately. I Um, understand. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's like this rich gift to have, uh, to have had all of those amazing conversations with him and to have like grown each other in really cool ways. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't say it in a remorseful way. I mean, I'm, you know. Yes. Heartbroken, but I think it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to kind of like, it's brought me back to revisiting these ideas, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's leave it off like that. I like it. Great. I know what you mean, and, you know, I have, I cannot imagine, and, you know, I feel you. Appreciate that. Thank yeah. You. Lucas, no shout out tonight. We leave it as it is and we're going to take us off the air. See you later. We'll be back Saturday. Is it Saturday? I think it is. Please, you know, in the comments, you could say thank you for playing the song. (laughs) Nobody said that. (laughs)